0: Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au.
1: Hi everyone, Pastor Jeff Woodward here from Metro Church with another one of those wonderful things that we call my story. So many people regularly have said to me, look, it's one of my favorite things in the entire month. I love hearing the stories of people that I thought I knew, Uh, But then I begin to discover what God had been doing in their life. And we pray that in the midst of all this, it's not just the interest part of it. And, you know, isn't that great to hear about that particular skill or what happened in that person's life? But what we're always wanting to bring forward to everyone is the hand of God and the way God works in our life. It's a remarkable, remarkable thing. You know, so many of these stories you can't see the hand of God until years later. And you look at it and say, wow, thank God for that back there, because look at what they're doing now. And I'll be back a little bit later at the end of the story to be able to talk with you about how you can take the step to begin following Jesus, uh, just like Jesus did in Bible days, where he went and called people to himself. And they came and they sought him out. I know some of you will have been thinking about, how do I become a Christian? What is a Christian? What does it mean to really know Jesus, not just to know about him as some great teacher or philosopher or religious person? So I'll come back and talk to you about that a little bit later. But today, this is going to be very, very special, I know. Uh, I want you to help me welcome my great guest today, Roberto, his beautiful wife, Maria, and their daughter, Hannah. And I welcome you guys. Thank you for coming and spending some time with us and sharing some of your story. Uh, for those of you who may not know, this man here is a chef. Thank you he's not a cook. No, he's a chef. And if I was to tell you some of the beautiful meals I've had at your place for Metro Life, uh, I've said to people, look, if you ever they say it, invite you to Metro Life at their house, mm-hmm. Make sure you go. (laughs) Uh, It's incredibly special. And, of course, Hannah, you know, who I found out was a drummer. And uh, that was very special as well to find Mm -hmm. that out and quite artistic as well. And both of you have served in Kids Church, Maria, haven't you? You still do. Yeah, well done to you both. Thank you for that. Um, I'm sure that's so rewarding to be able to be a part of transferring help and strength and truth to the next generation. But let me, let me come to you here, <laughs> Roberto, because currently you're the lead chef on the Goodwin Alpha yes. platform, which is an oil and gas platform. Tell everybody where it is. Uh, that is uh, about north. Uh, we fly around
2: uh, 36 to 40 minutes from mainland in Karata. Right. So that is northeast of Karata. So that's, that's in a helicopter? Yes, that is correct. Wow. So we fly um, about less than an hour and 15 minutes from Perth to Karata. Then we're going to the heliport in Karata. Right. So, right. so
1: there's 130 30, 30 people, people there on the platform at one time. Yes, that's correct. And you and your team of how many? Uh, we are nine teams. Okay. Nine. So and how many meals do you prepare a so, day? So a day... Do you do breakfast? No, someone is doing
2: night shift, which is including breakfast. But okay. on days we do the the smoko, which okay. is nine eight fifteen smoko. Smoko
1: for those of you not from Australia, it's morning
2: tea. Morning tea. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the smoko, and then we start prepping our lunch after. So that. give us an idea of what's. A typical lunch menu. It, is it buffet? It is. Yeah, it's a buffet. So you got like uh, three types of menu. That's b- because the Woodside sign for a uh, gold standard now. Oh really? So it is. So that's why uh, we uh, my campus was um, um, chat with the head office and trying to uh, redesign the menu. Well. Right to uh, accommodate what Woodside want for. So
1: gold standard sounds to me like five-star dining.
2: It is, yes. And then we have like a top uh, range of meat and quality veg and stuff pretty right. much. That, uh,
1: just while you're doing that, let me just bring this in. Let me, um, Roberto and a couple of his friends were the chefs for our Hope Christmas lunch uh, back there uh, in 2023. And so just so you know, because... I'm not sure that too many homeless or needy people are used to sitting down to a meal, printed menu on every table. They were all hosted by one of the volunteers to their table. And then you were there, Hannah, of course, yes, weren't you? Yeah. I was serving. You were serving. Yeah. You were one of those people doing that yeah. and then bringing them their drink. And yes. It was so special. I, I, was, I was so proud of our team who came up with this whole, uh, the extra mile of serving in it. Because I, you know, for a lot of these people that come for help, it's probably the only place where anybody treats them as special—not special because of their problems, but special because of just who they are. So let me just read this out, and then I'll <laughs> give some idea. This is the one for the people that come who need help. All right, prawn entree, prawn cocktail with Thousand Island dressing, or chicken and avocado with herb mayo. Mains. And I think, did they get all these? Yeah, yeah I think yes, they yes. got a
0: mixture of all of them. Yes, buster, Stuffed
1: yeah. traditional roast turkey with cranberry sauce. Yep, that's right. Buster. Mustard and garlic herb crust roast beef. Honey glazed American style bacon. Garlic butter baby carrots. Cauliflower cheese. I love cauliflower yeah. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary and garlic roast potato. Sauteed mixed Asian greens, gravy, and dinner rolls. That's just the mains. I'm going. Really? <laughs> and I noticed this now. I'm not sure how many other people did, but I walked through the kitchen prep <laughs> area while you were getting it all ready. And these guys, you and your your helpers there, were not just like presentation of food's not yes. my thing. Yours obviously is. I watched the, you know, the way you twirl the greens so that they yes, sit up on like right, a little yeah. tower. And yeah. I thought it was no less perfectly and beautifully yeah. done for these people who are used to, you know, not anything like that. I, I loved it. Thank you so much for all doing right. that. And then I liked going to all the dessert and there was drinks yeah. and whatever available as well, but it was so well done. and And obviously you know for us seeing somebody who's taking their gift and their experience i mean let me just ask you about that because this is i if i had an order it's already gone out the window <laughs> but for you this is your job this is your career how, how long have you been a chef uh i started since 93
2: back home so 30 years it's pretty much yes pastor i just started like a um uh, second shift back home when I started yeah. in the dining restaurant. And then um, I never stopped there, you know, and I always pray to God that um, uh, if I got a chance to, because we, we are six on the family, you know, so yeah. I tried to help the parents as well just yeah. like, you know, uh, small things that I could bring up to the table and mm-hmm. stuff as well. So after high school, I just got a chance to go to Manila. I work different jobs so i will not uh, gonna tell everything but before I get into the kitchen, you know, so um, uh, for God's uh, help, you know, I come one day to one of the politicians back home, which is in Quezon City. She is at that time is a counselor. and I said, uh, "Mom, can you? Is there any chance you could uh, help me out to work in the kitchen because that's my passion, you know?" Oh and, really? And, uh, so she wrote it down a letter, so I hand over to one of the uh, fine dining restaurant in Makati City, which is the capital business of the Philippines, and then uh, yeah. I got hired straight away and just do start in a small little bits and pieces and then when I saw a lot of things doing the chef thing so I got more and more interested you know and I just step in you know. Did but you
1: ever imagine that chefing would take you, you've been to 30, no, 60 countries? No, I never, know. I never expected imagine. that no. So um. So, I, know you, I know you've got at home on your wall there, remember that? Yeah, the, the, map, the yes. map. that's got all the countries with a, a dot on them, with a yeah. pin in them. And it's like, I've been, I've been to a few, but nowhere near as many as you. You've been to a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. God's, God's blessing, Pastor, and I never expect to... But, but again, let me come back, because here you are now, bringing some of your work colleagues to come to a church and saying, I'm going to cook food for the poor for people that have got some mental illness and all kinds of things, did, did you ever think that God would take your very normal career, you know, cause there's a lot of chefs in the world yes, yes. and use that to be like, seriously, that what I, I moved amongst the people uh, at the lunch and so many of them, they just keep thanking you. Well, you know that they they can't believe that it's this good and it wouldn't be this good Roberto, if it was me and I was doing the cooking it's going to be a sausage sizzle <laughs> <laughs> that I can do and it wouldn't be any grander than that and it wouldn't say anything to the mother and they'd be grateful for the food when you've done it like you've done it and when you've hosted like you've hosted the message that everyone gets seriously is so much bigger than just the food
2: It is, Pastor. Uh, in saying that as well you know what what have have done, uh, God done to my life. i trying to, you know, mm. put in return in any aspect that mm. I could help the church beautiful. as well. And um, trying to to please, not pleasing people, please mm. him mm. the uh, the way that he gave me this um, wow. uh, um talent and stuff to help mm. out as well the, yeah, well, the people and help our
1: church as well, you know. Well, it's so, beautiful, we yes, thank you for yeah. it. We thank you too. We, Women as well for what you do in kids' church and all the ways you serve. That's every part of it, you know. Whenever people thank me for, as they sometimes do for the church or what it means, I always say, "What well, these people here that are making all this work um, and that are doing such a great job." But let me just ask you because, how long is your swing now? Swing, by the way, is how long you're on yes. the platform and then you come home for. So, what is that? So our swing is two into roster. Okay. Yes, so
2: you you home for you you work for straight two weeks, which is um twelve hours a day. Wow! So that's straight fourteen days, and then home for fourteen days as well, which wow. is two weeks. And then you know, one time I told to Maria, I was really really tired that time. I said, please don't give me uh, any list of job for the next <laughs> couple of days. I'm so relaxed. And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem, you know. And then. Uh, after that day, she already. This is what the things we're gonna do. You know, of course. You know, because she uh, saves them all up for when you get she So, so, uh, so, so, in, so in saying that, Pastor, that uh, when I remember when she was hospitalized in Royal Firth, we just knew in in Metro Church. You know, when Pastor David Nga and yeah. the rest of the pastor that are uh, looking after at that time was um. So. That's the time that I remember that it's hard if I'm not around. Yeah, she's wow. doing a uh, dad ready. and mom job and everything. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that she stayed in Royal Perth for three months. Wow, wow. Yes, she was comatose that time, and Hannah was just is sure. that pre-primary, five, five, years, five old. years wow. old. You know, the first time we came here, you know, and and I said, this is what Maria do when I was away. Wow. And I remember one time I'm trying to phone it till. Hannah's hair. That's not m-
1: what what <laughs> am doing, you know.
2: I said I try my best, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I tried once doing my daughter's hair for her and pretty soon decided I didn't have the skill set for that at all. But yeah. it is so I'm trying you
2: know, I just trying to go hospital and then take Maria right. Hannah to school, you know, and then uh, home a little bit late and so but I'm grateful because we are in this country as well, that the company helped me out that time as well. Wow. So I asked for uh, a few months off and then I ca- I cannot um, always say to Maria that Helen Seller is one of the she was the WAHR at that time she she really helped me a lot wow. to go through with this thing you know wow. so we are really grateful as well for our uh, church member that time was come there
1: and visit and you know anything else that mm-hmm. yeah we need so so well church is a family you let me ask you that because I know that when you come home from chefing twelve hours a day for fourteen days straight, you don't cook when you come home, huh? That's correct. It's Maria. Yes. So, what's his favourite dish? What's the thing that you go? (laughs) Roberto comes home tomorrow, so I better get the ingredients and cook.
0: Fried banana. (laughs) is (laughs) it? Fried banana. It's like a. a Yeah, it's like a wrap. It's like, uh, pre-third, yeah, it's like
2: banana fritters or something.
1: Yeah, banana fritters, something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So wrapped in... <laughs> That's hilarious. We, in the midst of this five-star dining, yes. the thing you really <laughs> want the most... <laughs> it is. ...is fried yeah. banana. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, then,
0: because it's like... it's. Uh, it's like a type of specialty dish back home and he really loves like the Filipino food. So every time, you know, before he comes home, mom is always like, tell dad, I've prepared these banana fritters and they're ready to cook.
1: (laughs) I think that's great.
2: Uh, And the mains, of course, is uh, adobo or sinigang, which is, yeah, is uh, always uh, prep those things before I get home. And you know, it's kind of appealing to change a little bit the. Things yeah. of the things where we do it over there, you know. I'm not saying that I don't like the food that we serve, but no, no. no, no. You know, it's We've all like got the things we grow up with that we is, like. That's the just the way it is. Yes. I'm the
1: same with Rondo. Sometimes <laughs> when, if I've been away or whatever, I go, look, I don't want any fancy food. Just give me something simple. Same thing, Because yes, yes. you can get a bit tired of it all after a <laughs> while. I know that sounds a bit weird, but it's true. But tell me a bit about, you spent how many years on cruise ships? So cruise ship, I spent around eight years per store. Which so, is, and that was the longest you went for was
2: a year, a, a complete year. year. Yes, a complete year. It's 365 days a year, <laughs> which is like yeah, you pretty much working all day that time. And my first contract, I remember, you know, but back home that time, uh, you need to sign some, like, I uh, how do you call guarantee. it? guarant Guarantee. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so that you would stay? It'd stay. And I said, my cousin was a Christian as well that time, and I said to uh, her, I think I cannot finish my contract. I said, what do you mean? It's hard here, you know, and the work is, while you're prepping, the sea is really rough. And oh, then really? Yeah, is, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it is, and I've grown up in the, um, uh, we do fishing with my dad back home, and then. Uh, but my first time crossing Atlantic from New York to Southampton, seven days at sea, that time is really bad. And I just like, after that, yeah, that's what I ring my cousin. I think I can't do,
1: oh, really? not do
2: this anymore. You know? No, no, no. You stay. <laughs> and then yeah, after that I get used to it, to the seasick and everything. And then kind of like a, you know. Getting seasick is just terrible. Isn't it, it is it's yes, a horrible so. feeling. And then um, yeah, after a year, you know, kind of plan. Nah, I need to go back as well because you get. But
1: you're married to Maria, yes. and then Maria is pregnant with Hannah and you're living in the Philippines when Hannah's born, and so your mum is there for you. But what was, were you able to ring up Roberto or phone him up and say, hey, guess what, I'm going to the hospital now, I'm going into labor, and let him know about that? Could you do that?
0: Uh, to be honest, Pastor, I'm so blessed because during that time when I was pregnant, my mom was around. Mm. So she looked after me and also Hannah, even mm. Hannah when she was uh, in my womb. Wow. Yeah, I was well taken care of by my mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, Roberto is like, um, uh, how they call that? He is like, he feels, you know, comfortable that you know and Mm. he knows that I'm in a good hands because Mm. my mom always uh, with me yeah so when I was pregnant with Hannah Roberto was away because yeah he was Mm. working at the boat and when he come back yeah uh, it's like Hannah's dedication Mm. yeah Hannah was nearly nine months old so that's the
1: first time that Roberto has seen you Hannah Is, is nine months yeah, after you've been birth.
0: Yeah.
1: That is <laughs> amazing.
2: Yeah.
1: Huh? It is. and then after the dedication
2: pastor, you know, so Han, I start like she so descend with the photos of the food and you know, uh, uh, everything and just like that. So first time I think the first time I bought Sohana is like the shoes with the lightning on it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah so I yeah. so I bought them over there and then yeah, it's kind
1: of like she's really happy. With <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. I mean you've had some incredible experiences. You could almost write a book on your life and your life as a family. I mean, at one point, MasterChef, wasn't it? MasterChef Australia yes. said they wanted their... Well, part of the competition was yes. that the teams had to cook. Was it all done on your platform
2: or just a no, variety? This one, Pastor, is done in the mine site, which is uh-huh. Anglo Gold Asante. Ah, okay. So that is a, a mega pit. Oh, wow. Because the Super Pit is the one in Cal. Cal, Calgary. Mm-hmm. So they come there for the competition challenge. So right. <laughs> it's a big challenge for them as well because me and my head chef, which is a kiwi, we yeah. pit for 450 people, wow. including the uh, kitchen uh, which is doing all fallout meat and everything. So so it's like a whole day prep because it's going to be busy during service time and then they do did the... Um, uh, Anglo Gold was um, wow. organised this thing and the mastership come to our place
1: you know uh, we're really surprised and then yes. So here's a photo of you <laughs> with Matt Preston Yes. He's- uh, most people will know who he yeah. is and if, <laughs> if you're not from Australia then Matt Preston is one of the larger than life yeah, judges yeah, on MasterChef isn't and he critic, yes. and so you were. we won't give away any secrets here but you were <laughs> yes. let's just say you did a little bit of the behind the scenes yeah, yes. help to prepare for yes. this because yeah, yeah and then it, so did you appear on the show at all did,
2: um, no not really because okay. the, pretty much the camera is focusing on the um yeah, right. On the contestant, yeah. which is 10 red team and 10 blue team. So I was on the red team that time. Oh, trying wow. to, so who won that uh, night? That time it's won the blue team. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, sure. <laughs> yeah. What was that about? <laughs> Didn't they know who they had? I <laughs> know, uh, but it, it's a kind of, you know, it's a balance, the thing. But uh, some of them I actually met in their the own uh, restaurant one in... Yeah. Um, things are lady over pretty there delicate. so uh, much, yeah, we can bypass there and then, yes it is so she's
1: quite successful now. And I, I'm always amazed Jenny uh, if I go to a restaurant or see someone who does a lot of cooking I like cooking but the idea of cooking enough like you served about a hundred meals I think at the home lunch is, and you've got to get them all out yeah. in a space of what 10 minutes? So yes it is just quick
2: service faster so that like that's why well, that's organization. Yes, that's correct. So I make sure you know that I um, communicate mostly to my uh, colleagues and mo- to Leo as well. Right. You know, but we, I, I was driving that time. I ring Leo. Leo, can you please? <laughs> <laughs> He's really, really a big help. You know, Leo He's is a good organizer. Like, it's things, really. We, that's why. What do you call Leo
0: again? Uh, I I told Roberto that uh, when I bump into Leo, I'm gonna tell him that I will call from now on. I'm gonna call him. Event
1: specialist. (laughs) 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 Well, he'll appreciate the fact that he just got a promotion to event specialist (laughs) for sure. But yeah, Yeah, he's
2: he's really everything that um. Of course, I communicate with the man as well Mm. because she's the boss in hope. You know and. But Leo is like, you know, pretty much know everything, all the aspect of the mm. things that we could use here mm. on the, mostly the
1: equipment, you know. And yeah, it's not like we've got the world's biggest commercial kitchen with all the <laughs> latest gadgets <laughs> either, is it? It's a bit not quite up to that yet. But, um, I mean, let me ask you, as a family, because you are, you were extreme FIFO in the sense of being on the ship, where you would be away for nine months usually on average, yes. did that for eight years. Now you are five phone on a two and two. Yes, that's correct. How, I mean, Hannah, I know you, and you seem to be one of the most balanced. You don't, you know what I mean? Hannah doesn't come across as being someone who goes, oh, my life has been terrible. Uh, but just your family seems as normal. How have you kept your family as grounded as you have and as... Uh, you know, as healthy as it is, what do you th- what do you think? Any of you that want to say something, what do you think's been there?
2: And uh, for Things me, that? yes, uh, for me as well is, um, I, you know, I always ring before I go to work, have communication with Maria, right. and then after work, right. and some most of the time as well is on my lunch break as well, see how they go, guys, right. this guys going, and then how you, how's your day going? You know, I make sure that we are keeping touch each other and make sure that I wanna, before I go to bed, have a good chat with them as well, you know, and yeah. what's been happening and stuff. And I really bless as well, Maria, was uh, a good housewife that, you know, always, she she always uh, organized everything, you know. Yeah, well. That time I remember that time, because Maria just started working as well, you know. And it's, she, when it comes to budget, I'm telling you, it's like, everything is paid off <laughs> on in one salary which yeah. is me and we survive that yeah, well. so it's really blessing as well and then we help some family back home as well you know that's our uh, anything that they need that we could extend our help as well yeah. we have a church mission back home as well small things that we could you know put yeah. aside for yeah. the church and well, no. It's Maria is like an accountant, you know, I just like... <laughs>
0: she, she is the backbone. <laughs> uh, cause she
2: always write it down small bits and pieces to get through to all the feelings yeah. and stuff, which is really there.
1: Mm-hmm. Maria, was there ever any time when Hannah, growing up, was a bit like, Mum, why isn't Dad here? Or you're disappointed because you had a big thing at school and Dad can't be there. Was there any of that at all? There was
0: several instances, you know, like I would get like a special award at school and, you know, there'd be an assembly and only mom could be there. Uh, And I would get upset because like I didn't know any better. You know, I was still a child and I was uh, just like, why does dad never want to be around when I get something? I didn't understand. So what did
1: you say when she say that, Maran?
0: Uh, to be honest, Pastor, when she was growing up, I told her, you know, uh, I explained to her the nature of her dad's job. And I told her that, yeah, it has to be that way because dad is the only sole earner. Because to be honest, Pastor, I was a full-time for ages. I've been full-time for 12 years. Mm. I just started working mm. when Hannah finished uh, her Secondary, wow, wow. yeah. Mm. So I uh, I devoted my time uh, to my family at, at church, at home, uh, because I'm a full-time.
1: How important uh-huh. was it for you, for you and Hannah, when Roberto's not even there, to have uh, a, a routine? I'm a bit of a fan of church, you know, being there in the sense of going, I think it's great for your kids, you know. I grew up going. This is what we do. We go to church, yes. and the it gives an anchor point for our children. You know that faith is not just there for us to give lip service to, but it's there to be something. This is going. This is the way we do life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was that a, a th- important for you as well with Hannah? Hannah's looking like she wants to answer that question. <laughs> oh, I'm, not,
0: I'm not really sure what to say to that, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, because Pastor Hannah, she was grown up here because yeah. we have been to church for ages as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we first came here uh, in year 2010. Wow. Yeah, and as a family, we are serving you know, the church, and oh. Hannah saw that, that thing that, you know, even she was little, she was uh, attending the Metro kids until mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 So well, we're glad that you you have, yeah. Yeah, well and done.
0: now she is one of the Metro Metro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. is one of the, one
1: one of the team there, Yeah, in, yeah. Wow. In
0: Metro Church in. Metro kids and also I've been serving in Pathfinder for ages as well so we as a family yeah we're serving here for ages that's why
1: but there's a thing about don't you think I I do anyway not because I'm a pastor but because if I wasn't a pastor I'd still be doing it because I think as much as we give And as much as people get blessed by, like you're in the host team, Robert. So So whenever you're here, I see you wearing the host team T-shirt, and you're out there cleaning, getting stuff ready and whatever. And as much as we give to other people, I always think you always get more by serving than you give away. And yes,
2: Pastor, you know, um, in saying that, you know, there's a lot of blessing that God do in other way as well yeah, that right. we cannot see, you know. Yeah, right. But some people probably, why this guys doing this thing, <laughs> this, this, you know. And I just like, they never see that how in other way, in health, you know. Right. Like in family back home, you know, everything. And the financial thing is one of the things as well that how uh, God teach Maria, you know, mm. to run through all those things when we are in one income, you know, and we survive on that which is it's a big part of our life as well that when you when you're serving as well you know those other things that doesn't mean to be I'm not saying that we always ask for a return to God but you know you give to God and he give you like more than, than what it's you It's for the good days and the tough day. days. It, it is, you know, yes.
1: yeah. for, for all of us that's for sure yes. and yes. I think I love the fact that, at least here at Metro, we, we do believe that church is a family. So, and you have grown up with a strong family background. You said you're one of six? Yes, yes, yes. So when you grow up with that, you grow up with, a well, we're there for each other. Yes, that's correct. And so for us, church is not just you come to church and that you listen at church or you serve at church. It's though we are the church. Yes, that's correct. So therefore, we help each other. Uh, therefore, we're there. So when things, you know, when you went through the difficult mm. period of time with the health or with your family back home, yes. you know, we go, yep. well, we want to be there for that. Yes. You know, to, thanks for is, that oh, advice. Yeah, no, yeah. I just, I just think everybody should be like that. <laughs> I really do. Let me ask you one more thing, because you told me that you got baptized in a very unusual place. <laughs> it is, yeah. And I've got to ask you, tell everyone where it was and why you didn't wait for somewhere warmer. <laughs> <laughs> actually that time it's summer
2: in Alaska you know and then summer uh, in Alaska it's still yeah. cold it's still cold and then um, I met this uh, uh, really I, um, a Christian couple American couple in Alaska so they are the one who's picking up some people when the ship is docked in Seaward which is the end part of Alaska Seaward's mission they call them Seaward mission and she, they're always waiting there for me the car is there when we dock before we dock they're wait- and they're like really have hey, <laughs> That's why um, on that um, baptized uh, paper, he write it down something for me. He called me son, you know, and wow. my special son in Christ. And I'm really touched with this that couple. But I have been keeping in touch for them for quite a while. That's why when I asked Mary, can I search Cheryl if they're still in Alaska wow. or something? So I send her a message the other day and hopefully I get a response. So that's where I started as well like my uh, Christian life, wow. you know, while well away with your family for 12 months. Yeah, wow. And people like um, Cheryl and her husband was there already, like, you know, encouraging you to bring it no, to
1: them. so you find all of that, I, I'm constantly amazed. Here's this guy out of the Philippines who has a passion to become a chef, doesn't think anything or have any idea where it's all going to go ends up getting a job through your local counselor yes. at a restaurant then that leads you on to being a chef on a cruise ship yes. and you're away but it's while you're away on the other side of the world yes that you find christ that's correct you get baptized yeah. in alaska yeah yes <laughs> It was just, it a quick, very quick dip? It's a
2: quick <laughs> conversation, and they are, the towel is actually re, already. Re, um, they got the re, blanket, re, blanket ready. Yeah, all yeah. my uh, brothers in Christ and sister yeah. in Christ was there when I was baptized, you know. And so I don't
1: suppose, Maria, you were there for this, huh?
2: You weren't, you <laughs> no. know, yeah. It is, yes. It's my first time as well. I was 26 that time. Wow, wow. When I was, uh, I haven't, actually Maria is my schoolmate, but we've been, Never seen each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah well, well, yeah, well. when was started on the ship, so that's where I came. So across wow. as well. And Maria, at that time is uh, attending fellowship in her work, okay. which is uh, the church that we yeah. grown up as well in the Philippines. So wow. well.
0: I invited him, Pastor, because we're having like. Um, <laughs> uh, concert like oh, yeah. and the proceed is gonna go to like yeah. a church something like that. so I invited him so that's the first time that we saw each other again wow. Good yeah you. yeah but uh, we were like schoolmate during oh, our really? high school days yeah
1: this that's probably the other thing I think that gets a little bit undervalued maybe is the fact that even if you're separated, and the time zones being whatever they are, the fact that you can pray, that is correct, for yeah. your family, that you can be praying for Maria and Hannah, even if there's a great distance between you, yes. yeah. There, we serve a God that's everywhere, yes. and so we're able to do that. and same for you, guys, to be able to you know pray for your dad every day and say, "Lord, help him, you know, in the midst of what is a, a difficult lifestyle for a lot of people. Not everybody comes out of it as well as you guys have. I want to ask you just one more thing, because we could... Trust me, I know a bit more of the story. It's fascinating. But I know at one stage on the platform, because we're online and this is online, and at one stage in the prep area, there's a big television screen. <laughs> it On the...
2: On the- in the kitchen, yeah, it's a little bit harder. but I normally put our um, Sunday <laughs> <laughs> service. But I asked my campus, you know, because, yeah. yeah, it's... You've got to get permission. You've got to get permission yeah, as a that. boss. That's the right it's thing, to do. It's It's Sunday today. It's our church uh, <laughs> service. The is the it possible, service. the online service, is it possible to put it online, you know? I said, yeah, no problem, you know? And uh, I said, I'm really happy because I, I kind of, not really putting it too loud you know yeah, just yeah, like yeah. because you know maybe I don't want to offend anyone no, that, no. we're not know. trying to be pushy on it, it is yeah. so and I kind of like getting habit every <laughs>
1: Sunday you know that we put them in. you can, told me at one stage that you must have forgotten it one day or something. And one of your work colleagues said you, "Aren't you going to put church on?"
2: It is. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's Howard the one that helped us. Oh, really? He is a really good uh, oh, uh, baker. Howard. Oh, he wow. was here last time and I he saw him, said, "Yeah." It is, and uh, he said, "Robbie, you know what the time is it now?" I said, oh, <laughs> sir, because you know when your your mind is occupied with uh, work right, and yeah. everything, and but I didn't expect that as well, Pastor. You know because you know, the, the, the I know that. They don't go to church much as people, probably. Oh,
1: well, they are at the moment. They, they, <laughs> going, well, church is going to them. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the great things. We started all this long before there was any epidemics or anything else, or pandemics. We started all this because we knew that there was a lot of people who were cut off geographically. They couldn't get to a church. Yes. And so we started way back in the day. And so when the pandemic came along, for us it was pre seamless we had to change a few things and that's always been one of the special things for us is that a lot of people because we've got a very high FIFO population yes. in our church yes. a lot of people are away so you know like Ali who was in um I think Krizakstan or yes. Turkestan or one of the stands yes anyway yeah and
2: Genevieve's husband as well that time was yeah standing. Ghana or something. Yeah, yes, that's. So true,
1: you've yeah. got people that are online with you. They're on the other side of the world, but they're not missing out on church because online. Which you know, I don't think most of our team really. I'm not sure we're always aware enough. There's people there, and it's like every single week there'll be somebody online going, "Thank you for the worship." It is. They're, Thank you for the word. Really. For them it's as though they are we've got people who have got health conditions that they are walking through, but even if like they'll say I'm in a hospital bed or I'm in an airport uh but I'm a part of the service right. so I just think that's brilliant yes, I
2: remember one time when we are, are doing like a like a walk round in the deck and when I see Tom, which is the i am as well and there's a forecast of a cyclone that time. Uh-huh. I remember that I'm saying on one of Oh yeah. I yeah. I, said, I remember this story. It yeah. is. And I said, "Don't worry, boss." I said, "Team, hey, someone is praying for us." Oh, thanks, Robin. It's our church is praying. There for was me. a cyclone headed towards it is, the platform, yes, huh? It is. And it were, if it had hit, it would have been quite damaging. It is. And, you know, and then suddenly the cyclone was like uh, you know. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I, remember just, I remember
1: that because I remember yeah. I remember the prayer request because my wife's on the prayer team as well. And I remember hearing about it and Ron was always there going, yeah, I'm praying that God turn that thing around, yeah.
2: And it's, yeah, really, you know, probably, I don't know, but some people probably, you know, don't think about the things what really seriously what I said. Yeah. But for me, you know, as a Christian, yeah. we always rely on God as well yeah, and wow. when it comes to, not, not in always difficult time and stuff, yeah. but you know, it's a good thing as well. but. It didn't come out of my mouth, it came out of my mouth, I spoke yeah, right. to the OIM who was in charge of the whole facility, you know, and it was just like, thanks, Robbie, for that. <laughs> well, there it you go. So, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah.
1: That's fantastic. What an amazing story, and thank you again for all that you have done. Thank you for what you're doing for Hope. No. And, you know, all of you, and for what you're doing for kids. Again, it really matters not just what we do. I think it's that extra mile. We have a saying around Metro, you know, that we're extra mile people. We go the extra mile. Um, I hand out uh, uh, at the staff Christmas gathering we had last year. I hand out what's called the senior pastor's extra extra mile award because <laughs> I say the extra mile is normal for us. That's what we do. <laughs> it's the extra extra mile, extra mile yes. and and when I again see well, the way you present the food. Or what you do with the kids and the way that they're cared for, I go thank God that people don't just go, well I'm a volunteer, they should be glad I've turned up, but people turn up with a, I watch you out there who's in charge of all these things that you do and you're out there with a broom sweeping out the, the footpath, the sidewalk you know, and I go thank God for people who go I'm here to serve and I'm here to be a blessing, so it's brilliant. Thank you so much for that. No problem, Pastor, it's our pleasure, you know. Yeah. It's
2: a God's blessing as well, we're in this family as well. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, even, you know, it's a good feeling as well that when you are away, like, you know, mm. when, I remember when Maria is not driving, you know, and I said, the first thing that she do is church and shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. to, um. Yeah. Um, go to school, take Maria to school as well, you know, it's I really thank God as well that she overcome those things because, you yeah. know, when you're away and I'm thinking how she gonna go with this yeah, little yeah. bits and pieces at home, like how gonna go shopping and buy their food and stuff and, but now we are really blessed as well because our house is, um, a few
1: two
0: minutes
1: walk, walk Sorry, away the Can we get you, if you would mind, one of you, at any rate, would you mind praying? Because again, I think about people that are in jobs that require them to be away a lot. And I know that the for a lot of people, we keep getting told, oh, it can be damaging or it's not great for whatever, but I go, But if God has given you a gift, which he has, and that's the job that you're in, then we ask God to go, well, God, would you do the bits, you know, that we can't do? So maybe, you know, whether it's you or Maria, would you mind praying just for families? Because you've walked it, you've done it, you've been there with it. And if you would, people that are a part of this, my story, I know will feel the impact of your prayer. It'd be great. Thank you.
0: Okay, let's pray. (coughs) Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, time that we are here. Thank you for this moment, O God, that you have given to us. Thank you for this wonderful time that we can share our story to encourage and uplift people around us. Thank you, Lord, that despite of our ups and downs in our family, we are here, um, binded together to serve you, to give glory your name oh god thank you lord for our lives oh god mm. thank you lord that you are always faithful to our family oh yes. god even lord even lord we encounter lord ups and down in our relationship oh god lord thank you that you're always faithful to us yes. you are in the center of our family oh god lord this time lord i pray for continuous benediction and blessing upon our family oh god may continue to bind us with love with understanding unity make us lord um united and intact as a family and continue to help us serve you oh lord serve the people serve the church and above all lord we serve you our god oh lord lord we pray that in everything we do um, in our thoughts in our words in our deeds oh god lord may your name be lifted Mm. up oh god lord Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness and loving kindness to our family, O God. And we are here, O Lord. We offer you our lives, O Lord, and we continue to serve you, Lord, with all our heart, with all our soul and our strength, O Lord. May you continue to bless our family, O God. We lift up to you, uh, Lord and be glorify Your name. We ask all of this, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen amen.
1: amen. amen. You know, anybody being a part of this, my story, and then hearing Maria pray so beautifully, while uh, Roberto and Hannah are amening there, well done. And uh, you couldn't help but feel that these people know Jesus. And every Christian is someone who's come to a relationship with Christ. You know, many of us have grown up with religion. I'm sure it's the same in the Philippines. Lots of religion, lots of rules, lots of ways and rituals that you've got to do or people think you've got to do. And yet the whole time, what Jesus is looking for is a relationship with us that we can confide in. The best advice I think I ever got was from my pastor. I was only a fairly new Christian, and I remember he said, and this is the Australian terms for it, but." He said, make Jesus your mate, your closest friend. And I'd grown up in Australia, in a country town, I understood the concept of that very well. And for me, that was all I simply ever set out to do. I wasn't trying to impress God with what I knew or anything else. There'd be no point to that. You don't do that with a mate. You walk with them and, and you talk to them and you tell them the things that are the most important on your heart and what your needs are, what you're hoping for. And I know that that's exactly what Jesus wants to be for each one of you. And so I will really pray that you will make the decision to say yes to Jesus. He's not going to barge his way into your life. So if you're waiting for God to turn up and blow you away with some kind of you know, extraordinary thing, it's most likely that he won't do that. But he will gently knock at the door of your heart and he will say, I'm here and I want to come in. And all you've got to do is say yes and open the door and let him come in and Jesus will come into your life and he will transform you. You will be born again of the Holy Spirit and there is no way to explain that or to be able to kind of tell you how it happens. It's done by the Holy Spirit. It's supernatural but it'll change your life. And If you want to say yes to Jesus, I want to lead you in a prayer, very simple prayer. You can pray it right where you are and give your yes to Jesus and then after that I'll tell you What you can do is your next step to start growing in a relationship with God. Because in exactly the same way as we've now known each other for years, and you know a bit about me, and I know a bit about you, and our relationship grows. I've been to your home, and so I know a lot more about you. And in the same way, God wants you to grow with Him. But let me lead you in that prayer. If you want to say yes to Jesus, why not say a prayer like this to Him right now? Lord Jesus... Thank you for dying for me. I want to know you. I want you in my life. And I'm opening the door to you. I'm inviting you in. I'm saying yes to you today. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your joy. I'm asking this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, why not let us know about it so that we can help you? Uh, this church has no strings attached at all in our desire to help and to be a blessing. Uh, we set this up years ago where if you want to say yes to Christ, just text those three letters, Y E S. The number is there right there on the screen for you if you're in Australia. It's 0488 826 If you're outside of Australia or if your preferred method of getting our help and encouragement is via email, then you go to this website, yes.metrochurch. Either way, we will send you the next day a Bible verse and a prayer that is uh, specifically pertaining to that Bible verse. It's different every day. You get it for 30 days. No strings attached. There's more you can opt into after that again none of that will cost you anything at all it's just our joy and our way of championing you on and cheering you on and saying well done for starting a life with Christ so please send that through if you would right now or actually it'll happen anytime uh, and we would love to send you that encouragement back another thing by the way that we always want to do is we always honor people's giving you guys have spoken a lot about that you know the fact that your resources are not just there for you know, how big a house I can have or what can I do, but how do I become a blessing in the lives of others? And thank you for that. And only heaven will know what it is that your giving has done in the lives of the church back in the Philippines or in this church here. And so in every one of our services, we always take time to honor people's giving. We're not trying to get people to give. They're already giving. What we want to do is say, let us pray a blessing over your giving Let's ask God to return it back to you and to use it wisely in the ways that only God can do to make a difference with it. So one last time, just let me pray with you, would you? Father, thank you for everyone and their faithfulness in honouring you with their resources, honouring you with their time, their talents like Roberto has done, like Maria and Hannah have done, bringing their gifts, their talents, some of them that are extraordinary and have taken Roberto around the world many times. Others, Lord, that maybe are things like the host team that are just things that, well, I want to serve, so I'll do what I can. But Father, thank you for those that are sowing and investing in your kingdom. We ask for your blessing over them in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for this great year that's in front of us right now, 2024. Thank you for all the good things you've planned for us. Thank you for the deepening of relationships, for the spiritual growth in our life for all that you will do we look forward to it with great anticipation great excitement, great joy in Jesus name Amen Hey, thank you so much for being a part of This My Story. Thank you, Roberto. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you for sharing some of your story. And uh, we look forward to... uh, I want to have some of those banana pancakes. (laughs) That'll be just special. Hey, God bless you. Hey, look, you're always welcome here at Metro Church. Any of our services or keep joining with us online. God bless you. We hope we see you somewhere soon. (laughs)